Welcome to Sexy Time, where we answer your questions about sex, relationships, and everything sexy in between. Don't forget, you can send your burning questions by voice or email to sexytimedlove at gmail.com. That's sexytime, D-L-O-V-E, at gmail.com. Anonymous questions are welcome. Thanks for hooking up with us today. Now, let's cozy up and join our hosts, Alice and B.K. Johnson. Hey, thank you, Mistress of Ceremonies. Hello. Hey there, Alice. How are you today? Oh, doing great. It's always a lovely, uh, sexy, sexy week whenever I get to see you, Alice, and everybody here in the live stream chat. So, uh... Yeah, we you were... know my non-working days are completely framed by sexy time. Is it or I really? Say my non non-flight attendant days. Yeah, I I got home yesterday, and so we're doing sexy time today, and then uh, we do sexy time next week from the airport. Mm. Well, I do anyway. I know. Before I start working again, this is. I, we should start counting them. How many times have you done the sexy time from the airport? Only a couple. I really try to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, well, actually, um, let's. Uh, do you mind just jumping right in then? Because that actually lines up oh. perfectly for a segment with our, our first question from the mm. lovely Webster Games. Because oh my god, let's um, do it. They talked about how you know a question popped up, and it was a lovely email. If you any of you want to put it in our slide into our DMs, if you want, or you can uh, send an email and with your questions, and you can be anonymous or not. But Webster Games was awesome enough to want uh, to not make it anonymous. We usually get anonymous, and that's perfectly fine. But this is amazing. We can talk about this. Uh, he he was talking about our sign-off of don't get caught in public. So mm-hmm. they were thinking, hey, this is a good question that keeps coming to mind every time I listen to your sign-off. So the UK has one of the largest dogging scenes in all the world. And dogging is one of the most enjoyed activities among Brits. What are your two thoughts on dogging as an activity and appropriate locations? I do feel this is something you might be able to help answer and be happy to give some interesting thoughts on since your sign-off is don't get caught in public. Thank you very much, Webster Games, for the lovely question. I had to look this up. So for all of you who aren't from the UK or or a Brit, as, said in, as stated Do- in the question. Dogging, <laughs> dogging is... Well, I'll I'll go straight to the internet just to make sure because I didn't know what it was either. Um, I was like dogging. raw dogging, what, what, dog, what, what doggy is style. Dogging, BK? What what we calling dogging? Well, dogging is a British English slang term for engaging <laughs> in sexual acts in a public or semi-public place or watching others doing so. Watching people in public. <laughs> Exhibitionism. <laughs> I saw this on Craig Ferguson once. He was doing the, have you noticed when they talk, they go up and then down. <laughs> they go for exchanging sexual activities in a public or semi-public a place. Anyway, sorry. I don't mean to be mean to all That's you. It's actually, you know, that British reminds me people. of the BBC that I listen to in the mornings. Yeah. <laughs> right? um, so, hey, what wait, think? what exactly was the question? What's uh, our opinion on it? Uh, uh, it's uh, first off. What are your thoughts on dogging as an activity and appropriate locations? Oh. Well, it's funny, actually. I was just talking with another flight attendant who's getting ready to go to Miami with his partner. Actually, they should be there already. That was a few days ago. 
So I hope they're enjoying themselves and having a wonderful time. They're staying in Miami on uh, at, at a friend's place at uh, right in front of a gay nude beach. Mm. Well, that's a and that's a appropriate place. Right. Speaking of appropriate places. And he was like, it's a little, he's like, I like it a lot, but it's a little weird when people fuck. <laughs> and I was <laughs> oh. like, really? He's like, yeah, sex on the beach is a little strange uh, to see. Like, you're like, oh, those people are fucking. And I was like, really? We just like do it out in the open. And he's like, well, usually in their, they're, they're in the water, but you can tell. <laughs> well, in the water. Yeah. Oh man, that's hard to do too. It is hard to do, right? Because you need better lube, right? Yep. Yeah, water is not good lube, kids. They came prepared, I hope. So so that's good. Hmm. So yeah. uh, Anyway, that that also had me thinking about dogging uh, recently. (laughs) So I have to say, and I'm not actually making fun of the accent, by the way. I think it's sexy. uh, Just putting that out there. what is my opinion? My opinion is don't get caught. Uh, that That is, there's a reason that's our slogan um, in the United States anyway. I don't know what it's like in the UK over there, but uh, in the United States, if you get caught uh, nude in public in most places, if it's not a nude beach, right? Mm. Just even being nude, uh, you can get arrested for indecent exposure and indecent exposure in and of itself in most places is enough to brand you a sexual uh, uh, criminal, uh, whatever you'd call that. Um, I don't want to say predator, but but like it's a it's a it it you end up basically having to register as a sexual predator mm-hmm. uh, when you get like if you're arrested and actually that that charge sticks with you, um, you you end up having to register as a sex offender. That's the word I'm looking for as a sex offender. And in the States, if you're red, if you're registered as a sex offender, all your neighbors in most places have to know where you live. Um, everybody kind of knows that you're a sex offender, but they don't know why you are. And people are afraid of you and people are afraid to have kids around you. And so it's a really big deal if you get caught in public. So mm-hmm. that that's like number one. That's why it's like, our sign please off. Please be careful. <laughs> yeah. Like we love you guys and we don't want your lives ruined over uh, what seems like it could be a fun time. So, mm-hmm. That being said, like, know your local laws and gauge, you know, your sexual behavior. There are exhibitionists out out in the world who get a big, 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 big kick, right, out of the uh, danger of it all. Mm -hmm. And I get that. I I totally get that. Um, There are ways to exercise that itch where you're definitely not going to get caught like sex parties um where people are vetted uh like like play parties where sex is allowed um maybe that oh like 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 festivals right there are festivals where it's a little bit more acceptable where people uh have have sex more often i i recently heard about the orgy dome at burning man um, wow yeah there are places uh that you sounds can fantastic go 
to uh, exercise this itch if that's a thing you like to do. Um, there are there are clubs, fetish clubs. There are all kinds of things where you can go to places where you can watch people having sex and you can be watched having sex. And I recommend all of those things above and beyond just like a random park or something where you might get arrested. Um, yes. That said, if you're going to cross that line, my recommendation is to um, A make sure you find a place that's secluded ish mm -hmm. right where you're not expecting people necessarily to walk by um go at maybe a time of day where you're not expecting somebody to see you <laughs> mm -hmm. uh but also with all of that said be aware of your surroundings because uh, you don't want to go to a dark, secluded place at night where there's high crime. Yeah. Right. So just, you know, if you're going to try this sort of thing, if you're able to plan in advance, scope out where you think it might be fun. It might be fun for you and your partner to go and scope out a place together, you know, and, and see what's possible. Maybe try a little like light making out and heavy petting or something before you uh go all the way and just see what's possible what's the first um, spot that comes you to your know? mind like it would be a appropriate place or a thing that not appropriate but like like we're talking about safe and maybe like you know start like i'm just like curious a, a beach with some dunes or like a, a park with some trees and benches or um look heck you could you go as first far one. as like I a cemetery thinking, I was thinking right beach, yeah you could go anywhere but but in a pool, if if it's secluded, um, uh, uh, for one, you gave me plenty. It's fine. <laughs> there are there are lots like like yeah, you yeah. Have people having sex in churches. Sometimes. Well, it's also I mean, going to be go as and I again, heard about a check your look how bad it would be for the laws. Back of a Walmart by the bathrooms. Yeah. like oh, a lot of people have sex in bathrooms, right? Bars and stuff. That's a thing. But each area is going to be different. That is the point where it's like, this place yeah. has different laws. This place has, oh, that this beach might not be good for it, but this beach is because my, my first thought oh, was yeah. a beach nude because beaches, certain beaches, you know? It's kind of frowned upon with nude beaches um, because those are supposed to be like places for nudists to feel comfortable. But it's probably more acceptable at a nude beach than it would be at a regular beach, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it should be like, it's just like, it's going to come natural with the territory, I'm sure, you know? Um, and, and of course, it, it's, it, as it, again, it'll depend on the local customs of that nude beach or that community or wherever it is over there, where it's like, no, we really are fighting against that. Or it's like, oh, yeah, we know what happens because it's going to happen in a nude beach. So like, you know, there's going to be some nude beaches with that attitude. There's going to be some nude beaches where it's like, no, you will be immediately punished, you know? So again, check that out. It's going to be awesome. Like, you know, uh, preparation will be great. Um, I, I, it was interesting though, because my first thought too, is since I've never heard the term dogging before, I had to look it up and this is based on dogging. Google. Dogging. It's so cute. I like and, to know, think about going, going over the UK and doing some dogging. It's a sexy accent. It's true. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what's that guy's name? I think that was a little Australian, but I liked it. Well, yeah. I'm just trying to copy that guy from uh, what? Transporter. I can't remember his name, but you know. I don't know what that is. Um, it's okay. a movie. He's in a bunch of movies. But anyway, um, you mentioned the time of day, like not expecting people to see you or certain places where I'm like, yeah, I had a question is dogging like, cause it did say here, I'll, I'll look at it again. Cause I was looking at it, engaging in sexual acts in public or semi-public place or watching others do so, 
or a term for engaging in public sex while others are watching. So do people have to be watching? Like, is it like the, pur- is well, the purpose? Well, it sounds like exhibitionism, right? Which yeah. is also like people should be watching. You know, uh, look, this goes all the way back to biblical times, right? We had uh, that. She wasn't having sex, but but Bathsheba, right, like mm-hmm. naked on the rooftop, and David saw her, and and you know it caused some problems, right? Yeah, he, like had her husband killed. <laughs> yeah, so he could have her. Um, right, you know, uh, that that causes some problems. Um, just just uh, you know, again, my recommendation is be aware of your surroundings, be aware of your local laws. And and do some sexy planning uh, around trying to make sure you don't get caught uh, because, you know, maybe that's part of the fun, right? I like planning. I think planning is sexy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's it's fun again. And, and the, we want we're very sex positive and want everyone to have great sex. So, but that's why we have don't get caught in public, because we know in America that will be very bad for the long term. So we want you to continue being able to enjoy your sex as long as possible without the laws getting in the way. So it's like if the law says, no, we don't want you to get caught in public. So it would be difficult. Um, but I mean, for another things that came up when you're talking about it, I love the orgy dome because it does keep it where it's like, oh, no, we expect it. Like, I was like, orgy dome sounds great because it's like, yeah, just if you don't want to see it, it's you don't go in the dome. It's going to be fine. It's all like we we already seen that boundary. But but if you want to see a whole lot of people having sex, that's the place to do (laughs) it. Go to the orgy dome. It's a perfect name where it's like, oh, oh, wait, I went to the orgy dome. Wait, why are they having sex here? It's like, well, you kind of should have figured it out. It's called the orgy dome. You maybe should have known that. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, the main thing, I, I agree with everything you're saying, Allison. There's plenty of suggestions the first time, like, for me that I was doing it, but it wasn't to get caught or like, it wasn't so people could see, but it was like late at night on a very secluded section of the beach. So that would be like my um, experience with something that's close to dogging um, in the public. That's probably the, or like a, you know, a friend's apartment, but that wasn't public. It was still private, but anyway, um, but yeah, right. There's one sex at a party. Yeah. You go off in in a room. Have you ever seen the TV show Frasier? Yeah, there was an episode where he was trying to. Grammar. Yeah, there was a, a a woman who was asking for help, but she like she was obsessed with like maybe getting caught by accident would turn her on, so or like being oh. caught by someone. So like he oh. he he was talking to her, counseling her, and all of a sudden he's like, "Wait a second, I can see what she's doing here." He's like, "She called either, her husband, got out of jail right that day, and she might get caught with like you know making out with her therapist, and also like then but then he got away from it. So she's like, "No, wait, oh no!" And then all of a sudden like the like the he gets out by like using the fire alarm but then she's turned on because the fireman might come and catch her her having sex with somebody so, so like again it was kind of like a kink or a fetish but it's kind of like this where it's like i need someone to have that danger or someone to see right so again um right and in which case like you could if it's if it's something like that you could even arrange to be a to be cuckolded in a sense right like or maybe just surprised in the sense right yeah, like, like maybe you could get the permission thing. of your partner that it would be okay to be like have somebody walk in on you, right? Yeah. And then you could you could find somebody online. This is a thing you can look for kink people with this kink, right? Who are willing to cuck you, right? In the sense of like walking in yeah. on you doing the thing. And now you cuck is interesting because cuck has to be well, someone you know like closely right, or something. Right, it's a little different. Like, it's this like one's the like, husband. Yeah, yes, like this is different. It's more just excitement that someone might walk in or interrupt right. or like be all of a sudden you're kind of having to perform 
for somebody right. you by could accident. give you yeah. like your key to a willing friend yeah exactly and be like hey yeah, could like, you just walk in not, at random yeah. times because we really <laughs> enjoy be this amazing. right if you really yeah if that was your kink yeah that's perfect also again i'm glad you mentioned uh Bathsheba and david because i was just like you know it's it, it, it's been around a long well, my time. First thought, public my first thought wasn't about that at all. It was about for the kids where it's like, you know, um, there's a lot of talk of, of you know, sexual education, what age, what's, you know, parents, how much involvement are they going to have and what's going on with society's ideas about that. And that's what I thought of first. It's like, all my only concern is for, well, first off, that you don't get arrested because your local laws and all that, and you're not going to ruin your life by accident by trying to engage in these things. But also the effect it might have on on you know people who if you're doing it in that public place if there's places where kids are there it's like all oh, dude like that's terrible yeah. so like so if it and then when you mentioned the Bible with Bathsheba and David I'm like oh no that was a grown freaking man <laughs> and he still got fucked up by seeing that and did some terrible things so like imagine what it would do for kids so that's what I would say those two things well, local also, laws and kids are the things yeah. I'm worried about yeah yeah also with kids like you know you don't want to have sex like on your balcony if there's like a mm. Huge mm-hmm. building near you that has probably a bunch of families in it, right? Like the kids might be watching. Like it's just not, it's just not the thing. Let let them discover it on porn. Yeah, right. Exactly. So yeah, it's because then they actually have to make that choice to search it out. It's not like it just gets thrown in their face. <laughs> so, but right? but yeah, so that's what I would say at the last of that question. Um, Webster games. That those are the two things I think is most concerning. And again, I actually agree. Like. The first thoughts were beach. I mean, like, cars well, always nice because you like, can get well, away real quick, like in a car. Sure, sure. But you don't, <laughs> like, not yeah. necessarily if the cop catches you, right? Oh, like, know. that's yeah. a problem. Yeah. So you don't want to, um, you don't want to, like, go to the bowling alley and have sex, right? Like, like I think it's a maybe a common sense thing. Like, if you're going to have sex in the in the bar, probably go to the bathroom to do it. Don't do it, like, on the bar, you know, in front of the bartender. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to get arrested. Like, um uh yeah i wouldn't do it like on the street or in an alley even because like yeah. then you're probably not safe again yeah. that's the other thing to really think about when you're thinking about this it's not just will you get caught it's could somebody walk in on you in a vulnerable position and take advantage of that at that time like you you don't want to put yourself in a dangerous position where you could get mugged or something right because your pants are down like literally so think about that oh oh We've got somebody in our chat saying did it in a movie theater. Uh, we were the only ones in there. See, that's pretty hot. You could have gotten caught. But mm-hmm. being that you were the only ones in there, unless the projectionist it's still public. Said yeah, the projectionist you know? might have saw something, which is nice. They have to be <laughs> eight. They have to be hopefully an adult, <laughs> or at least within the age. <laughs> because, you know, again, because I'm, I'm leaning towards maybe dogging someone is supposed to see you. It sounds like maybe. Again, if someone is in the UK or... Uh, knows of this term more specifically, let us know because we're just going on what Google said. So who knows how accurate that's going to be, but um, I'm not sure if that's required. I mean, like that was one of my first thoughts of movie theater too. That's like a natural one. Um, Definitely had a lot of play in movie theaters. I'm not sure about like full on sex for that. You know, I think like even even as kids, there was like the marching band bus. Like people are fooling around everywhere all the time, some, some way, shape or form. Just, uh, you know, I would say college try, dorm not room. Make, try not to make too many people uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Don't get yourself in trouble and uh, don't get mugged. Right. Like, you yeah. know, 
co-ed college dorm would be interesting. Just go in with your partner, go to a co-ed college dorm and give them some free, free If you're show. in college, don't do <laughs> no, that. I know, I know. Like, I just want to be very clear because when we went it's to college, BK, and now things are very different. Oh, they are? And okay. Yes. That's too bad. Oh, I'm so sorry. Give me one second. Yeah, no I have a delivery. But Title Nine we'll, is a real thing. You've got to we'll, be careful. We'll think about right colleges, you know? I'll think about colleges and boobs while we uh, while I figure out. Thank you in chat for getting some things in my mind. Like, sh I'm going to think of showers, movie theaters, boobs, and people walking in on me. And being young, dumb, and full of cum. But yeah, uh, oh, I, this is perfect timing to actually talk about the poll too. We, if you're wondering on the podcast, we do do we do live stream this. So youtube.com forward slash sexy time podcast to come over here and see us live at the same time. Or you can check the replay because we keep those up. Um, and um, we have a poll for our, our people who are awesome enough or have, a, have the availability to see us live. Here's the poll. What is the sexiest food to eat? Very simple, straightforward. And I would like to, again, we're very multinational here. Our podcast listeners, there's a lot of actually Filipinos, so I'd be curious. Would it be lumpia instead? But anyway, the sex, what is the sexiest food to eat? Bananas, strawberries, chocolate, or whipped cream? Um, we will announce those at the end of the show, who comes up on top. And uh, if you do miss it, if you join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash 60 podcast, we have our private Discord where we do keep tabs of past polls. So if you do miss what the results are on the podcast, or if we forget, come on over to our Patreon, become a Patreon, join the private Discord, and check out the poll results. Check out the, the pulse of the community. Um, but yeah, I would like to sometime like also think of like what would be maybe the Japanese version of this. Would it be sushi roll? Would it be tuna? Would it be or like again, since uh, I know we have a lot of Filipino listeners on the podcast, would it be lumpia? That's pretty sexy. Panset is kind of uh, you know, it's not hard. I'm trying to think of what Filipino foods might go in there, but Filipinos love bananas too. So oh, they yeah. have those like long, long sesame Filipino. sticks that are like sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be nice. And you've 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 had lumpia before, haven't you? I don't know. We've discussed this. Oh, we have. You're right. <laughs> Sorry, I was in the Philippine. I was in the all-knowing Filipino so. thing. Yeah, I don't think so. It's, um, it's like a spring roll, so it's you know it's got a. Anyway, what were we talking about? I don't know why. Right now, I'm thinking like in a fountain would be a, a really sexy place to have sex. Oh. I, I'm still stuck on it. But you know, again, like it's like the end of the Hangover. You know, they think they had sex in the fountain yeah, in, yeah. in Vegas in in the Hangover pictures. I think. Oh, did they? I don't remember. Something that. like that. Maybe they had sex everywhere in the Hangover. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they went all over Vegas. Yeah, I do think. Uh, I do think if it's legal, it's probably better. Uh, just, just, just to be safe. Uh, if you can go to a party or something where everybody who wants to see you having sex is seeing you having sex, not people who don't. Right. That's that's the only trick. Mm -hmm. But thank you again, Webster Games. That was a great question. Mm. I loved it. And don't get caught in public, especially by your local laws. But if it's if it's going to be fine, you know, we're flexible. Dog dog well, away, it, dog away. At, at least Monster J is. Hey, this <laughs> is a great time to say thank you to our Patreons. And right now our current Patreons are... Our dungeon masters. We got Mark. We got Koala. We got Shirley and Linz and John. Thank you guys 
for subbing as our dungeon masters and mistresses. We're very, very grateful to have you all on board. And of course, we do have a few mm-hmm. other patrons and we are very grateful for you as well. 100%. Thank you for all being here. We love you guys. Mm, come on, join join the party. It's a great group, very supportive, very loving, very sex positive. Patreon.com forward slash sexy time podcast. Oh, yeah. I love our pillow talks, man. Yeah. I mean, good. it's so nice. It's anyway. Uh, let's go if to the questions. Just joining us for mm. one of the first times, Pillow Talk, just so you know, oh, yeah, yeah. is our, our lovely little private sesh after our show where we have a nice little Discord conversation and it's it's very private and we are very clear that what happens in Pillow Talk stays in Pillow Talk. So if you ever want to join mm-hmm. us for that, you just want to go to patreon.com slash sexy time. Is it just slash sexy time? I always forget. It's sexy time podcast. Nope, sexy time podcast. Nope. Okay, there we go. Uh, and that is how you get to us. We would love to have you. Come on over. Anyway. Come hither. You want another question? I you do. Question? I'm obsessed with questions. Okay, I have a very interesting question. I'll try to give as many answers as possible. Yes, no, maybe so. This is from a user who's experimenting with Molly. Oh, I never met her. Again, we're back on local laws. <laughs> yes. But uh, let's try to see if we can answer this one. Whenever I take Molly, which I love to do, I have this strange urge to be with a man sexually. I'm actually a lesbian in my regular life. But sometimes I also watch gay porn. Could I be some somehow bisexual? Does Molly uncover this in me? I'm not sure what's going on. Hmm. So it's only when they're doing Molly they have these? Well, she says she also watches gay porn. And I'm assuming she means she watches men on men porn. Okay. What's the situation before that? I think I missed that part. Sorry. What's the, so Molly, I got the Molly and I got the gay So gay usually porn. she's a lesbian. The rest, yes. But whenever she's on Molly, she has this urge to have sex yeah. with a guy. Okay. Yeah. And also sometimes she watches gay porn. And yeah, she's, okay. Cause so I was like, oh wait, gay porn, wouldn't that be, yeah. Wouldn't that be counterintuitive? Sorry, I forgot for to mention this okay. is coming from a 25 year old female. Okay. Interesting. Let me, let me look up. Do well, Without having to look up, do you know what? Like, what's the deal with Molly? I look it up. It's oh, Molly Ringwald. Oh. Oops, Molly no, not her. Slash MDMA mm-hmm. makes you very um, uninhibited. Okay. And uh, tend you tend to be more sensual. Um, people on Molly tend to want to like touch each other more, share stories. Um, it's a very like lovey kind of drug. Okay. Now, it depends also, are you sure you're, you know, like, again, I, with that, okay, so for what, uh, let me think of a, something similar. I've never taken Molly, aka like MDMA or like, it's like ecstasy, right? Type of thing. Right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, it is. Okay. So I've never done that yet. Um, and the, the same reason I didn't do it is something that I would want to mention too, is that I, I actually contemplated it because um, I was going out uh, for like raving with friends back in the high school days or college days and I was contemplating it but every time I 
talked to it, talked about it with others, they've had some hit and miss, right? Because ecstasy, it's hard to see when you're buying it from like, when you're buying any substance that's not legal <laughs> or regulated, they have to really trust the drug dealers. You don't know what you're really getting sometimes, right? So, so again, since it is a legal issue, you know, I would be very, be very careful with that. Who knows if that's going to be the same type of thing you get every time you get Molly, depending on what they're giving you, right? So it could be something like that. And that's always a possibility. But back to the actual, your situation. Um, well, first off, if you're sure you're only gay, could it, is, is bisexual not a possibility too? And also... Well, that's what she's asking. Right. And is she's that... She's saying, is it possible she could be bi? Yeah. Well, let me tell you my closest experience to something like this. It wasn't having to do with uh, bisexual or homosexuality. But I know um, one, of the, one of the first times I really got wasted on alcohol, um, my friend had to take me aside because we were in this big um, party together. And he was like, dude, you're hitting on my sister so bad. <laughs> but I really, to me, I remember it. I, was, I wasn't I was like wasted where I don't forget, remember anything. But I remember I was like, no, 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 I'm just really happy because I'm a generally happy drunk. So maybe I was like, you know, hugging people more, even guys like I was hugging. I was like, no, I was hugging you and hugging uh, the other guy friends too. And, you know, I'm sorry if I was, you know, aggressive with your sister there. It wasn't like that. So it even could be something like that where it's going to, you you might have just that love. It, it, it explodes into that, like almost love or feeling in you when you get under the influence of certain things. That's a possibility too. Um, but if it's actually, you're very sure you're gay and not bisexual and it's bringing that out of you um, or it's doing that. I don't think there's, there's many people who have like fantasies with like porn and, and other things that are actually nothing to do with who they are sexually. Right. They kind of just have this fetish or, or fantasy that they don't really ever engage in in real life. It's a fantasy thing that they can get off on and, and enjoy without ever actually doing it in physically, right? With someone of that type. So I would say there's many possibilities here. It really does depend on yourself. But since you're 25 years old, I'm not sure uh, on that age, if it's still a, a time where you're going to discover something new about yourself. Or if you're dead set, how much how much time and effort you've put into like saying no, this is definitely me or not. So it, I think a lot of it is the ball is in your court. The nice thing is, is that you this is all mental and in your head. So all you have to do is uh, the answer comes from within. The, you're going to be able to do some soul searching, really feel yourself, love yourself, and accept who you are, and try to understand that. And don't be let down if you're if you find out, you know, oh oh wait, I am really just. I am really just only homosexual, so I should stop taking Molly or whatever it is. It's like, oh, but don't get let, mm -hmm. don't get let down by whatever it is because that's you're basically discovering yourself, and that's the most important part is to find the real you and what makes you happy. That's what I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I love everybody in our chats. Like, go out and try it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love that. And and yeah, hundred percent. Like, here's the thing, right? You might. Being that sexuality is a spectrum, right? Maybe you're 5% bi. Maybe you're 30% bi. Maybe you're completely bi and you just had no idea until this moment, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, but, but it sounds like you've had a really good time being with women up till now. Um, and there's a curiosity here for you to be with men. There's, there's a curiosity. So 
what I would say is if you want to explore that curiosity, hundred percent, you know, just make sure that your partners are down for that, that you have like mutual agreements. If you are um, seeing anyone that they're fine with you stepping out of that relationship to experiment, mm. um, if you're single, because uh, we don't have this information, but if you're single, nothing's stopping you. Uh, my recommendation for you is to make sure you put it out there that this is a thing for you that you are experimenting with. Don't get me wrong. I imagine you will have people lined up for the experiment because it's like every guy's fantasy to be with a lesbian, right? Uh, and, and you probably don't want those guys actually who just want to... I don't know, break you in or whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, well, I'd honestly, like to be with a lesbian, but I'd just like to be with anybody. So it's okay. <laughs> well, I don't know how Lady M feels about that. <laughs> part but, of my charm, uh, you know? Yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I would just say, you know, look for somebody who maybe you don't want to put it out there on like a dating app that you're a lesbian and that you're looking to experiment. Maybe if you're looking on a dating app, you might just want to say um, you're not looking for anything serious. Uh, you're just looking, you know, to, to play around for a bit. Um, that might be a good opportunity for you just to experiment a little bit sexually. And then when you're on the date with the person, if you feel like there's somebody you're attracted to somebody like you maybe feel like you could trust in that way, uh, to experiment with them, then you could let them know what's really going on for you. I maybe wouldn't put it on a dating app cause you'll probably get people who are like fetishizing the whole thing. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. So, so that's my recommendation for you. Uh, roll it out a little bit slowly, a little bit, but obviously tell them before you have sex with them, like, Hey, this is what's going on. So they're not like expecting that, that no matter what happens, that it's going to be great. Right. Mm -hmm. Like they'll, they'll know that you're just trying it out. Yep. You may or may not like it. You, there may or may not be a second date and that's okay. And that's okay for everybody, but especially for you, you know, being that you're not sure, uh, if you're even into men, it, it might be good for them to know that up front so that they aren't shocked if you're like, oh, my God, I can't with the penis. I'm sorry. I thought I could. <laughs> right? And and it, I'm going to give you the same advice that I gave myself when I went skydiving. Always give yourself permission to say no. Right. Mm -hmm. Even if it's at the last minute, you're making out, you're having heavy petting, things are going great. You guys go down on each other. Things feel good. And then the dick comes out and you're just like, no. Nope. Nope, this is not what I want. I give you 100% permission to say no at any time. Honor yourself, take care of yourself, but enjoy the experiment. You might have a good time. Uh, you know, if if there's any, I will say if there's any like trauma wrapped up, because I know that there, there are some lesbians who have mm -hmm. trauma wrapped up uh, when it comes to dicks and penises and that sort of thing. Um, just just want to say, like, be again, be kind to yourself. You need to talk to a therapist while you're going through this. Go for it. Um, just just play. I'm, just I'm try. not a lesbian and I possible. have trauma with dicks and penises. So as long as it's, you know, yeah. other 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 dicks and penises. Mine's fine. But uh, I you don't know, really need might, to see a lot of other dicks and penises. It it's just me, you know. You might just enjoy it once and decide like, oh, I don't really need this anymore. Or you might have yeah. a, a man who ends up being your partner for the rest of your, your life. Yeah, that'd I don't be know. 
Yeah, I mean, I either way, again, I, I agree with you completely in the fact that the main thing that's coming through in, in my mind is, you know, be careful of the self-judge. Um, thank you for this question, but be careful of that. Whatever happens, again, don't be like, oh, oh I should have never fucking done that or I regret this and all this stuff. It's like, oh, no, it's fine. You, you As a lot of people in chat were saying, it's like, you won't know until you try something. You know, it's like you can always try to, there's a certain point where it's like, okay, you're thinking about it so much that you don't, you don't really know until you try. So don't, don't be so down on yourself if it doesn't work out the way you thought it was going to be. And don't think it's like world ending. Just again, stay sex, sexy and safe. Keep it safe. Um, Set your boundaries correctly. Uh, You know, take it slowly again like as alice is saying roll into it don't be like i'm just gonna do that and get it over with so i'm like oh that was awful because i didn't you know don't even don't don't take it flippantly like that and don't be so hard on yourself however whatever happens happens and uh yeah you'll be finding yourself i just realized how funny it is that we're we're saying roll into it because they say you're when you when you're on molly they say you're rolling so that's actually very funny (laughs) oh really yeah oh yeah, I was punny. And he didn't was rolling. It. That's what they say. You're rolling on Molly. Really? Yeah. I remember like watching the movie Friday with Chris Tucker, and he always, I always liked that quote when like I'm telling you we were just rolling, and I, you know, I thought it was like marijuana, but it's because um, in the movie it it's, is, but it's, it's X. Yeah. It's actually X usually. Oh, interesting. Cool. Rolling is is Molly. Yeah. Mm. Jargon. Street slang, baby. We're from the streets. It's a thing. All right. Um, here's another sto- uh, story. It was <laughs> the story question has a here's another question there's story in it well Um, and actually you know there's a moment to just say thank you for all of you who've sent in questions Mm -hmm. invite inviting more questions in always uh because we do love your stories and we're grateful that you're willing to share them all with us so thank you Mm -hmm. dogging stories no wait this isn't a dogging story this is about erotica stories so I've recently started writing two or two or three erotica stories. They're so fun to write because they're catering. I'm doing it catering to me alone. No one else is going to read these. So I can build them to be exactly what I want in every way. Every kink, every position, every scenario. Nothing holds me back. And I can basically bring back my favorite fantasies to life in a way. Have you ever uh, thought about writing your own eroticas? Or do you know anybody who does that just for themselves or public? And what do you think about writing erotica in general? Hmm. Thank you for your question. I do know somebody dearly whose life is being lit up right now. Oh, um, yeah, I know in my real life, I know not that this isn't, uh, but I, <laughs> I know an author who is a great author who has been and I don't know the name of this website. I'm so sorry or I could recommend it, um, but I do know a, a, a writer who is dabbling in this online um forum where they've been sharing their erotica that they're just starting to write for the first time this person's like later in life and just starting to to write erotica and man are they ever happy um they're they're getting totally lit up by all of this and they're getting a lot of feedback actually from some other writers that they admire on this forum and they're so happy and just like really having a wonderful fucking time about it. So I'm, I'm hearing from you that you're really enjoying the fact that you don't have anybody reading it. And that's cool. That's a totally different way to look at it. Um, I know someone else who wrote a really wonderful um, pandemic erotica kind of story and it, it she started um 
she started experimenting with erotica as a writer, but then also putting it into performance art. Um, and that just really lit her up too. I think, I think um, some people use erotica as a means to process some things that they've been through in their lives. Mm. Sometimes people use erotica to um, process their own fantasies process their own kinks, things they've never given themselves permission to do, like you listener are saying. And I think that's fucking badass, man. Like, good for you. Super happy for you that you're finding this outlet. Uh, and I just want to encourage you that if it's something you might think about taking public, if if you still want to be anonymous mm. about it, you can always use a pen name. Um or you keep it to yourself, whatever makes you happy. But there are so many forums that you could share this on, I'm sure. I'm sure the one my friend is using is not the only one. Um, and yeah, like, I I think we hide too much of ourselves for way too long just out of this fear mm. of judgment. Mm -hmm. And I, I just want to applaud you for stepping outside of the box and trying a thing that you've been curious about and leaning in and, and playing with your kinks, man. Good for you. Hell I, I got yeah. nothing else to say. Hell That's yeah. great. All I want to say for, well, for I, first thing I want to say is thank you so much for this question because it's inspiring to try out. I mean, I am an author, but I never was thinking of doing the erotica style and also thinking of just when I write, it's usually I'm writing and thinking of hoping it will be published right, and public publicizing it. But I love this idea of like, you know, writing sorts of things that I know is never going to get published before I start writing it. Right. And I do think mm -hmm. that it's perfect that the more you do it, eventually there, there might be some parts where you can edit. I mean, I've done a lot of editing too lately too. So it's like, you can edit out parts that you don't want in there and then you can publish it after that. So it's like, at some point, if you were doing this for yourself, which is the best way to do it first, that it's, it's, it's helping you explore or all these things with your fantasies or imagination. And then you actually have a, a thing from it. You can even just edit parts out that you don't want to include. And then you can do that. Or, or, or some of them you might like say, you know what? I'm going to start writing. I, I have like my time to write the sexy stuff that I know I'm never going to show to anybody. But now I'm going to say like, okay, here's something exploring that I want to write for. And then I don't mind if this gets published. And again, you can do that and put it under pen name. There's so many possibilities that I love that you brought this type of uh, question instead of just oh, saying cool. writing erotica in general, where it's like, oh, no, writing erotica only for yourself. I'm like, oh yeah, but we all change. We all grow. And I love that idea. So I think I've never done it. I would say it's almost like taking a like a sex journal or like, again, it's it's a fun way to do that and write in a way that you know you're only writing for yourself, like a journal for yourself in the beginning, right? And I do think there's possibilities. But if you always keep it private, that's great too. I think it's perfect right? either way. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I would be curious if anyone, we might talk about this in Pillow Talk because I'd be curious if anyone in chat or anyone who wants to share also has tried doing that. And if not, let's all try it. Like it's almost like a book club. Let's all write a erotic thing only for ourselves. We don't have to go into the details of that, but how did it work? go? Did it work for you? Are you getting, you know, are you helping explore your own um, fantasies or sexuality more through that? That's pretty fucking badass. So yeah, I, I would say uh, I love it. I Again, don't need to self-judge on that. And I do think just by bringing that to our attention, by asking this question, it might might inspire others to try something like that and... Who knows where that goes? It could start with writing and then go into real life or not at all. It's all up to each personal preference. And it's great about, again, it's a perfect question for sex positivity. Keep that going. Mm -hmm. Love yourselves, guys. Mm -hmm. Just for you. 
All right. Um, trying to think of how, yeah, no. Yeah, I think this is one we can both tackle pretty well. All right. I've been with my girlfriend for about six months. Wait, mm. is that right? Am I reading this right? Mm. Oh, no. No, I'm not reading this right. Oh, a year. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> They've been together for a year. This is a little confusing the oh, way okay. this is worded. Sorry. Had to cut it for uh, a year. Anyway, we've been together for a year, and right now we never have sex. My girlfriend hmm. is withholding sex to make me prove that I love her. Oh, wow. Right now, maybe we have sex twice a month. At least she's honest. <laughs> I feel scared to, ha to have uh, sex with her because hmm. whenever I bring up that I want more sex... She says that I only want sex and not her. Oh, wow. I've only brought this conversation up twice the entire year we've been together. Once each six months. I bloody love this woman. And I show her every single day. I always put in effort and I always to make sure that we have a good relationship but she's convinced that sex is not that important and that relationships should be fine without it. So tonight I tried to make a move and instantly got shut down. And I asked her if we could please talk about it. And instead she instigated the no sex rule. What the heck is this? What's the no sex rule? And I cannot ask <laughs> okay. when it will be over because then that'll prove to her that I'm only interested in sex. So right now we're operating under this rule that we are not having sex. Wow. This is insane. This is where gaming goes wrong. Go ahead. Keep going. I love her more than anyone, but this is obnoxious and frustrated. And I've never had a sexual relationship with anybody that felt healthy. <laughs> And I feel crazy. My ex didn't want to have sex or be intimate at all. And the ex before her was only sexual on her own terms sometimes, but was extremely religious and would make me feel terrible afterwards because of her guilt. Wow. Nobody has ever made me orgasm or even tried to. And I feel unloved. What can I do? Can you give me some advice? Oh, I'm that's okay. Well, okay. There's a couple of things. The ending broke my heart there because I was really getting into a, a mode there saying, what are these sex rules? Wait, one question though, Alice, did, the, is it a lesbian relationship or is this because no one made them orgasm? This person doesn't say, yeah, I know. This is oh, been together for a year. Okay. They've been together for a year. Because it's weird to have sex with the exes. No one has made so two exes were mentioned, so that's three at least uh, partners, and no yeah. one's made them orgasm, and they feel unloved. So I was like, "Well, is this? That's right. Because that's weird to not orgasm once out of three different. That's right. So okay, first off, so maybe it's less, but we don't know. We don't you know. You being okay, you the question. Thank you so much. First, I have to couch it this way because I think it's again, it broke my heart at the end saying the orgasm part and that you're unloved all the, that you feel unloved. 
Um, but I do think the positive of it is how much love you have in your heart from what you're telling me. And also still, so, you know, you really love this girl, as you were saying, she's so amazing. And you, most people like would love to be able to feel that way about someone, right. And love to find someone like that. So that's, Great. And I'm not saying, so I'm couching this in that, like, it's all positive vibes on that end. But when you're talking about everything else, there's, there's gotta be some balance to the force. So excuse me, if I jump into using a little bit of the force, it may sound like dark side, but it's not. I'm just trying to look and see as an objective person trying to listen to this. So again, there was a couple things flashing in my mind, hearing these questions, uh, hearing the details of it. In the beginning, before you even mentioned the exes, I was like, wait, this sounds like possible like pedestaling or having a hero complex where it's like you're doing everything for them and they're doing nothing for you. And it's like all, and, and from your past exes, it kind of goes into that where it's like you, your ex before that didn't want to have sex or be intimate. The ex after that or before wherever it was, was only sexual on their terms and they were extremely religious. And then you had to, you know, couch the, the guilt right after that. So you're basically always being the hero in this situation where you tend to feel good from that, right? And, and instead of actually being um, almost even, where I thought of pedestaling again, where it's like the, she's perfect and da, 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 but there's all these problems and she has these things that I disagree with. And it's like, oh, well, is she really that perfect on a pedestal or is it really, it should be, you know, a healthy relationship is going to be like, no, you're, you're both going to have goods and bads, positive and negatives, and you work together to try to find the happy medium and work together to be happy together, right? In in different ways, whether it be sexually or romantically or whatever. So it sounds like a lot of the focus all the time is not sexual. And from your question, sex, of course, we will say that sex is important here on Sexy Time. And you're saying almost like, okay, the a problem with my partner is that she thinks sex is not important, but you obviously do. Because <laughs> you're asking about this and relationships are fine without it. That might be a deal breaker right there. Uh, and again, it's the way you can get down these paths is either pedestaling somebody or having the hero complex that you're going to save every relationship because you like them about everything else about them. But this one thing that's very important to you that you completely disagree on, you're just going to ignore that because they're so perfect in any other way. So again, it doesn't mean it's a deal breaker where you have to break up, but that's a deal breaker where you really have to have a lot of talks about this and say, we need to get closer on the same page here. If, if she's adamant on that and you're adamant on the other way, that you want to have some pleasure and feel loved, which is very important and you have every right to believe that and feel that way, then yeah, you need to have a serious talk about that and it might become a deal breaker. Um, it's yeah. interesting how there's like rules set up and stuff too, where again, I wouldn't hold it against... Um, these thing, uh, these people, your exes or the current partner, but again, and it sounds harsh, but again, if there's, there was a bit of a pattern in your questions with exes. So a lot of the times when it's like, oh, I can't find a good partner because it's always like this, it's always like this. And they're always similar where it's like, well, you're the only common denominator. Something in you is picking these types of people <laughs> that have this, uh, you know, controlling not aspect, controlling maybe? or not in more caring about being being a romantic than sex at all like they don't want any sex because again one ex didn't want sex at all only wanted intimacy and no sex and it's like okay and then the other one was guilty from sex and this one is saying there's no sex rules and she's very playing some games in an interesting way of you only want me for sex even though you're trying to say everything is not that way so yeah controlling might be things but Again, uh, I do think it's part of working on that and setting setting yourself up for future 
Or even with this one, if again, if you can find that middle ground and break down these things, it could still be possible since you're saying they're so great. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't lean towards that being the case, but maybe not. I don't know. So, but I would say again, work on those things and setting those. Um, be honest with what yourself with what you need with your partner. Because if you're always getting in these relationships that are making you miserable in the end or making you frustrated like this, you need to be able to make sure that in the future or in this one, get those boundaries set and talk to them and figure this out. That some some place you can meet on that because it's very important. And it's obviously important to you. It may not be important to them. They might be asexual. Who knows? But for you, it's important. So you need to get on some sort of understanding there. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent okay. Um, I honestly, for me, this would be a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. I, I appreciate you saying it's maybe not there yet, but for me, I mean, it would be a deal breaker. It would have been a deal breaker for me six months ago. You know, I I um I think it's very important, and we talk about this a lot for people to to prioritize their libidos and their sexual needs. Now, like if you're in a relationship for a long time those things change, right? Sometimes, you know, somebody gets pregnant or somebody's mm -hmm. hormones change or somebody, you know, goes, has an accident and, and again, their physical chemicals change. They're not working out as much. They're, well, I don't know, going through a tough time at work, whatever, like things just happen. And, and sometimes your libido rises or drops, right? It, it happens. But but when you're starting out in a relationship, like if there's that big of a mismatch where it's like literally, it's not just about your libido, but it's about your values. Mm -hmm. And it's it's not like, you know, look, if you have a friend who values sex very highly and you don't, well, that's not a deal breaker because you're not having sex. <laughs> But this is your sexual partner. This is, as far as I know from the question, the only person you get to have sex with. So it's important that in this particular matter, your values align. And if they don't, you're not a match. Like y'all, y'all, please prioritize your sexual, like your sexual needs, like prioritize your sexual values when you're going into relationships with people. If you have a high libido or if you you know that you value sex on a regular basis. If you're like, you know what? I'm my best self when I'm having sex three times a week. Somebody who is at their best self when they're having sex once a year is not for you. Mm. Unless you're poly and you can, and they can, they can, you can not have sex with them and, and you can have lots of sex with other people. Like if you are in a monogamous relationship, which it sounds like listener, you are, this is the only person you get to have sex with. So it's very important that you guys match in terms of your values again on, on how often you want to have sex and, and in maybe in what way you want to have sex. If somebody is like super BDSM and you're like super vanilla, that might not be a match either, right? Like look at the person that you're dating next because I'm, I'm just mm. going to be honest about mm -hmm. this. This is not going to last. This woman is manipulating you. Your partner is, 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 it sounds like she has veto power over everything in your relationship. And that is not okay. Uh, at least about the sexual part of your relationship. She is, she is completely controlling this relationship and completely controlling you. And I, I really do think you need to step out. I, I think it's not good for you now. And it's going to be even worse for you in the long run. We have seen good friends 
deal with manipulative partners who have broken their heart and who have made their lives a living hell for like many years. You're not that far into it. I know it's hard and it sounds like you love your partner, but it sounds also like you've done everything. And, and if you're asking mm. for my permission, I give you permission to walk out because mm -hmm. it's, it's not, it's not serving you and it's not serving her either. She needs to find somebody who can be happy with sex once or twice a month and, and that that's okay for them. You need to, you need to prioritize what you need in life and find somebody who can, can meet you halfway. And look, again, there are going to be ups and downs. I'm not saying that if, if somebody's libido changes that you should just up and leave them, but it sounds mm -hmm. to me like this is a, a, a very clear and powerful values mismatch and you need to be honest with yourself about that so when you go with your next partner when you're looking for your next partner make sure you are clear and upfront with them about your values when yes. it comes to sex and what you want and what you're looking for and if you don't match find someone else i love it i mean like again i was because they were they were they were gushing so much about them that I'm like oh you know I'm gonna give them a light thing and there's you know there's always a I little bit it. of hope but I totally agree with Alice where it's like oh, I don't think this is good for you at all and it's not good for her because it is encouraging that type of uh, game playing or manipulative if you want to go if you want to call it that uh, behaviors where it's like oh yeah it's encouraging that that you can still have someone who loves you as much as you love her. <laughs> even though despite them doing that I did see one thing in chat that was really a great. Um, question or an add-on to this what if you set boundaries because we're talking about values and boundaries a lot what if you set boundaries and they agree but then they end up breaking the boundary was the was kind of the question and um, um i was thinking about that that was a great point where uh, it's just like the ups and downs of of libido there's certain things that you don't it's like a curveball you don't see coming because sometimes it's going to be that sometimes it's like their their nature and they don't and they like that part of them right so for example if it's something like a libido up and down where we set the boundaries or or values that we want to have in the relationship and then our libido something crazy happens and then our libido changes and we can't really meet those expectations or or boundaries or values or whatever you want to call it right well at that point you have to be you know like it's like 50 50 where it's like for me it comes down to like responsibility um is it someone who wants to say like no i'm i'm gonna always do that you're just gonna have to roll with these punches and sorry it's all it's it's gonna be on you or it's gonna be half on me and that's in my relationship with my wife that's why i am still with her and i'm happy with my marriage because if she ever whenever she lies or breaks a boundary if i do that too we both are very good at like saying this is where you know i'm gonna take responsibility i i said i wanted to do this we tried it it didn't work out or, you know, I said I'd do this and I, and I dropped the ball. But again, like, she would also would not just dig me down deeper and I wouldn't dig her down deeper saying, this is 100% your fault. You're a liar for setting that boundary. No, we want to get better together. And that's the that's what keeps us together. And we want to know each other as we go through those ups and downs. That's, the, that's what I would say in those instances. But if you have someone, it goes both ways. If you have someone who pushes you down more when you actually try to meet your boundary or value and then you failed... That's probably not a good thing that, you know, they, or if you, again, like try to push it off on them too much where they're trying and they keep failing, but you're not understanding that they're, they're trying to get better by setting these boundaries and values, but you keep pushing them down or whatever it is, you're not working together and trying to get better at setting boundaries and values together. 
that would be a problem. But other than that, I mean, there's going to be, it's like normal relationships at that point. Like if, if Alice always lied to me or she never shows up to these sexy times, it would be like something different where I'm like, oh yeah, if she's always saying, no, you know, you're just too demanding BK. That's why I'm not showing up. It's like, oh, well, I, this might not work out. <laughs> but, but if you're like, oh no, this happened. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then it goes both ways. If I fuck up and drop a ball somewhere, if I'm not showing up or if I'm doing something, it's like, no, that's how the relationship works. So it becomes, you know, a relationship, any relationship, you can think of it that way for boundaries, not just romantic. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. And I would just add, you know, um, I think, uh, I think there are points in our lives where we, we develop blind spots because we really love somebody and we've been with them maybe for a little while and and we keep telling ourselves that the person's going to change because we love them and we want them to change mm -hmm. but chances are unless you put your foot down that person's not going to change and you're not going to know um whether that person would have changed unless you insist on it um and and so that's that's what i i feel like this this particular listener who's asked this question um you know needs to say to his girlfriend like listen i think we've got a values mismatch here there's a problem and here's my problem and mm. here's what's going on and if you can't be okay with us talking about this on a regular basis and you can't be okay with having some more sex it's not that sex is more important to me than you. It's that I need sex in my romantic relationships and I'm not getting enough of it. And if you're not okay with hearing that and you're not okay with, you know, adjusting a bit for me, I think this is the wrong relationship for me. And I'm sorry it's taken me so long to realize that. Mm. You know, I want to record this so we can practice this because that's a great way of of that of saying that because it's like that happens all the time. And and if you're willing to talk with me about this and mm -hmm. if we're willing to work this out and we can, you know, get it to where I'm not the one who's initiating all the time and I don't feel afraid to talk to you about this, mm -hmm. then then maybe we can move forward. But otherwise, no, you know, and and if there's some kind of deadline you need to set. Like, hey, unless this changes by this time, like I'm out the door because I just I can't I can't live the rest of my life waiting for you to change this thing if you're not willing to change. And I respect you too much to do that because I think you're wonderful. And if you don't want to change, then you should find somebody who works better with what you need. Go, Alice, go. That's and perfect. so should I, mm -hmm. you know, the fear is the love you're killer. If each other that time, the truth is you love each other enough to know that you need what you need. Mm -hmm. And if one person needs something different than the other person needs, you guys need to let each other go mm -hmm. so you can get what you need. Oh. But, but again, you're not going to know that unless you sit down with them and say like, hey, this is it. If this thing doesn't change by May 1st, I got to leave because you deserve somebody who can deal with this and i'm not that person for you and i deserve this and you're not that person for me even though you're fucking awesome mm, so good 
I want to clip this forever. We're going to do this. <laughs> I learned from so much from just hearing that and also not, again, not taking notes word by word, but for myself as well. Like it, I, it helped me understand some of my boundaries where it's like one of the things that really kills me in all relationships, romantically and none, is when someone's scared to talk to me about something. And that's what you were saying. Like, it's like, oh, you know, I want to talk to you about it. But if you're feeling scared to actually open up and talk about things, that is always a really kind of like a red flag boundary for me where it's like, oh, how, I, it's hard for me to build a good relationship or a close relationship with someone. That's why I said fear is the love killer. <laughs> it's like, just like, yeah. you know, or it's yeah. like the opposite of love. It's like, it's so true where if they're scared to talk to me, how can they possibly, you know, how can I get in a good relationship with them, whether it be any type of relationship? That's so sad. So it's like, I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry, listener, that you've gotten to a place where you're even afraid to bring this up. That, mm -hmm. That's so sad. I'm I'm really sorry. Happens to all of us. Yep. You know, you're not alone. It really does. We've all been in that relationship. Right? Yeah. Like I said, I was like, clip this because we can use this over and over. I, I mean, not we, but I would like, I would use that <laughs> phraseology over and over again because it's like, oh yeah, we all have gone through these types of things and, and that was a perfect way to give it a chance. So like what you were saying there really gives it another chance to say like, I want to open up now. If not, I don't think we're good for each other is basically what you're saying in a, in a quick, short way. But the way you were saying it was like really opening my eyes and my heart and I liked it a lot. So Thank you, and, Alice. And look, maybe that's a solution for them too, opening up, right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe they can maybe they can open up and he can go have some more sex with other people, but something tells me she's not going to be down for that. Yeah, there's that old <laughs> phraseology I've heard from like comedians saying don't they, don't stick your don't, don't stick know, your don't yeah, don't, don't stick your dick in crazy. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking of a man right now, for me personally, there's an old phraseology, but like it's like but there's a reason why quote unquote you know, people who are wild and that, I hate that almost phrase. like manipulation or whatever <laughs> yeah. it's talking about. No, but like yeah. where it's like, all if you can actually open up and you find out it's like, oh, it's not as bad. It's just really tough. And then you finally opened up that sex is usually mind blowing. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. like, that's why, that's why it's tempting to, as they say, yeah. stick your dick in crazy where it's like that sex can be so fucking rash, raw and passionate, but it's not good in the long term, which is why they say it. And if you're not opening up to get there, this is what you're going to get. So you need to kind of open up and see, and it could work out okay. I don't think it will. I, again, both me and Alice are on the same page. I'm like, all from your last couple of relationships, it sounds like you're in, you're, 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 you're catching the same type of fish and over because you're putting the same kind of type of lures out, which is you. So work on yourself and know what you really want. So you're not going to mm. be getting full of regret and anger over not being able to find a relationship that makes you happy as much as you're making them happy. So, yeah, you know, we don't talk about values nearly enough. Like, like it's it's really important to to be open with yourself and and you know make a list make a list of the things you value in life and the things you value in a partner what really pisses you off well the opposite of that is something you value <laughs> yeah right? yeah Exactly. Like it's, if it really pisses you off when your girlfriend withholds sex well probably yeah, you, you value, value sex, sex yeah. right <laughs> yeah so Sounds and that's so easy, okay. but it's hard. It's okay. Mm. Like whatever the world has told you, it is okay to value sex highly. Right. That's okay. Exactly. It's okay to value lollipops highly. Just don't develop diabetes, right? Like well, as well, long also, as you're well, not hurting yourself or other people, exactly. it is okay 
to value just about anything, including dogging, but don't get caught. Yeah, don't, <laughs> yeah, but it's great to have lollipops. Just don't shove lollipops down everybody's throat and say, you need to like lollipops as much as me. It's like, what's going on with that? Or like, you need to care about this way the exact same way as me. It's like, no. You don't love you me because sex. you like lollipops yeah. too much. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. But we're out of time. Thank you so much for the questions today. We're on fire and in chat. Thank oh, you man. so much. Thank you guys so much. We're going to close the poll on the live stream. Again, if you want to see that, um, go to youtube.com forward slash sexy time podcast to come on and check out our replays or see us live um, or you can also become a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash sex podcast where we post the, the poll results so you can see the records there on our private discord so thank you for all our Patreons again and our YouTube subscribers please subscribe we're looking for subscribers on YouTube we, we're getting closer on watch hours but we do need to we're, we're lagging behind on subscribers so please subscribe to YouTube if you it's just a click support that oh, yeah. Very, very, we'd appreciate it yeah 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 Follow us on the YouTubes, please. Go to YouTube. Even if you don't watch us, you just listen. Go to youtube.com slash sexy time podcast. Yep. Sex time podcast. We got it. Thank you. Uh, and please, please, please uh, subscribe. Just, just, you can turn off notifications if you don't want to yeah. watch us live and you just want to listen. But we really do need those subscribers. Uh, we would really appreciate it out there if you're listening. Yeah, to spread just the word. This little YouTube subscribe. Spread the word. Yeah, just yeah, click, yeah. click. We'd really appreciate it. We'd Yeah, it'd be awesome. So, oh, so here's the poll. What is the sexiest food to eat? We had the options of I think, bananas. I oh. think the truth is people like food. <laughs> <laughs> bananas, strawberries, chocolate, whipped cream. We have a three-way tie, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. I'm sad though. Because, okay, so here's the top three. Bananas, whipped cream, and chocolate come in tied at top at 27% Ooh. each. 27% each. Yeah, yeah. Strawberries coming in at 18%, just 9% off. But I'm sad because I guess I was one of the few who voted strawberries because that's what I picked. So <laughs> I like the, you know what this the sexy lips on a strawberry. That's me. I think officially. Well, if you put a banana with two strawberries and then whipped cream, right? Oh. <laughs> you get like a dick, right? Yeah. You get the balls and the penis and the, the cream. All right. You get well. you could get a face from it too, actually. <laughs> so you could put you could put two together and like one's of dick and one's the face it's going on. It's a good thing it. we picked one of those for our logo, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I thought for a second it might sway them, uh sway all of us to pick bananas. It did. It did. But it didn't. It was equally tied with the chocolate and whipped oh, cream. Yeah. But I, I actually went strawberries. I don't know. What do you do? You mind disclosing your vote, Alice? I was what did I pick? Um, I know they're also whipped good. cream. Whipped cream. I, I okay. Whipped cream. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Strip. Strip Which cream. Is, I mean, I think uh, all of these are cream. sexy. I love chocolate. Oh. I know. Strawberries and whipped cream together are pretty nice too. That's why we make a good right. pair, Alice. I think what we really just need is a banana split. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go. I, I'm fantasizing about food now and sex. Right? I yeah. hope you are too, cause, and I hope you like it. So thank you, everyone who's listening. We're going to see you next time, wherever you're watching or listening. Until then, stay sexy. Stay safe. And do not get caught in public, dogging or otherwise. <laughs> That's right. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this episode of Sexy Time. The party goes on after each show with unfettered access to your hosts in an uncensored and private live segment we call Pillow Talk. Become a Sexy Time subscriber to join in on the fun at patreon.com slash sexytimepodcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash 
Sexy Time Podcast. It is always a pleasure to see you there. If you've enjoyed our company and would like to support us, be sure to tap that share button and spread the love. Join us again next week wherever you listen to podcasts for another sexy time. Until next time, this is the Mistress of Ceremonies sending her love. Stay sexy.